Shall we just look to the Lord in prayer this morning? Our blessed Heavenly Father, we do not know of a sweeter and more blessed name than the name of Jesus. He means so much to us. He died to save us. He rose to justify us. And he's coming back to take us home. And Lord, we just pray today that the Holy Spirit will speak to our hearts through your word and that it will minister to us right where we are in our seats. And we pray, Father, that you will hide me behind the cross and we pray that the words spoken will be your words and they will touch lives. And so we commit this time to you in Jesus' precious and sweetest and most worthy name. Amen. There's a story told of a lady who was a widow and her name was Mary. And Mary was very poor and housebound. And because of her ailments and her old age, she learned to praise God amidst all her hardships. Her pastor used to occasionally visit her at her home. But because of her crippling pain, it took her a long time to get to the door to let him in. So he would call ahead and tell her he was coming. And without fail, when she greeted him at the door, she would greet him with the four most encouraging words. She said, the Lord is good. Here was a woman who was suffering, who was crippled, who was in agonizing pain so much she could barely walk. She suffered. She had so many trials. And yet she could say, the Lord is good. The Lord is not only good when times are good, he's good when times are bad. He's with us at all times. He's good all of the time. The title of our message today is The Lord is Good at All Times. It says in Psalm chapter 34 and verses 8 to 10, these beautiful words, Reading from the New King James Version. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. Oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want or lack to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger. But those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. May God bless the reading of his word today. The three things that we're going to look at briefly today, taste of his goodness. Number two, trust in his goodness. And third, thank him for his goodness. Yes, the Lord is good. You know, whenever somebody ever compliments me on something that I've done, which isn't too rare, maybe. I mean, it's pretty rare. But let's say I do something well or... And so I say, well, thank God, the Lord is good. You know, the Lord is good. I couldn't do anything without the Lord. It even says in Scripture, Jesus said, without me, you can do nothing. We need him for everything. And he is good. He's so good. He's so sweet. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. He's good in the good times. He's good in the bad times. He's good at all times. Yes, the first point today is taste the goodness of the Lord. You know, one of the five senses that we have is taste. 
And one of the types of taste that's probably the most beautiful to us is the taste of sweetness. We all love things that are sweet. Now, some people are not into desserts as much as, as others, but there are, there are things that really taste good. And isn't it wonderful that God didn't just give us food and all these things? He lets us taste it and enjoy it. And every blessing that God gives is like that. He makes it special for us. And I know that when Natalie makes her special pancakes for the kids on Saturday mornings, and they have the, the pancakes, and they're nice and hot right off her griddle, and then she puts the syrup on that, and she serves it to the kids with some bacon, and bacon makes everything better, right? Makes it everything better. So they have that and they have their fruits with it. Boy, it's a feast they have at the household there. And it's a blessing. And sometimes Adel and, Adel and I would go over there after we would do the farmer's market and we would, we would have breakfast with the kids and, and share with them. It's such a blessing. But sweetness. And one of the sweetest things we can think of is honey. And God is the one who's the source of the honey. And he caused the bees to pollinate the, the flowers and so forth. And they, they make the honey. And then we enjoy the honey. And there are so many beautiful things, so many sweet things like that. And around Christmas time, some of us who are in the privileged uh, company get to taste Sylvia's baklava. And it's amazing how great that baklava tastes. It, it has a sweetness to it. And we enjoy it. And it's such a great thing. When I was in college and I had eaten her baklava, I had a paper to write in the one class. I don't even know, remember what class it was, but I entitled it Love at First Bite. Love at First Bite, because when you taste it, it tastes so good. And when God gave the people of Israel manna, it was like wafers with uh, honey. It, was, it tasted good. And yet, after they ate it for a while, they got tired of it, but it was, didn't diminish the fact that God gave them all the nutrients in it, plus all the sweetness in it. And that's a blessed thing. Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. When it says, oh, taste and see that the Lord is good, that means you have to experience Jesus for yourself. You know, you can describe him to somebody. But until they experience them for themselves, they don't really know. And that's the way it is. Like if you were to go to describe someone, what does honey taste like? What does baklava taste like? You couldn't real, they can't really capture it until they taste it themselves. And you put something sweet in your mouth and it goes in and it just mm, tastes so good. And the Lord is that way to us. He is our sweetness. St. Basil said, it is impossible to verbally describe the sweetness of honey to one who has never tasted honey. So the goodness of God cannot be clearly communicated by way of teaching if we ourselves are not able to penetrate into the goodness of the Lord by our own experience. When we share Jesus with others, we share him because we have experienced him. And we can share with passion because we know he loves us. And he saved us. The hymn writer Layla Morris wrote, Sweeter as the years go by, sweeter as the years go by, richer, fuller, deeper, 
Jesus' love is sweeter, sweeter as the years go by. And if you've been a Christian for a while, you can thank the Lord that he becomes sweeter every year, every day of our experience. Psalm 119, 103 says, How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Yes, when things are good, God is good. When things are bad, he's still good. And he's still with us in all that we do. Secondly, not only do we taste his goodness, but we trust in his goodness. Because there are times in our lives when things happen and we can't explain why they happen. There are difficulties, there are troubles, there are trials that we go through. We would not choose them ourselves, but we know that God knows best. And in the midst of our pain and in the midst of our trials, he shows his goodness. He shows his care. He shows his kindness to us in what we go through in life. We have to trust him through it. Just like this lady, Mary. I love it. She got to the door. It took her, I don't know how many minutes to get to her door when the pastor came. But when she got there, she was thankful. And she says, the Lord is good. And he is good. You know, those of us who are old enough to remember Corey Tin Boom, she wrote a book called The Hiding Place based on her experiences during World War II in the concentration camp with her sister Betsy. And they were both in the same concentration camp over there. And one day, Corey Tin Boom said, she says, often I've heard people say, how good God is. We prayed that it would not rain for the church picnic and look, it's good weather. But God is also good in everything that we go through. And he allowed her sister Betsy to suffer and to die in that German concentration camp. And she says, one day I remember when I was very discouraged. Everything was dark and I was in darkness in my heart. I remember telling Betsy that I thought God had forgotten us. No, Corey, said Betsy. God has not forgotten us. Remember his words. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so high, so great is his steadfast love to those who fear him. Corey concluded, there is an ocean of God's love available. There is plenty for everybody. May God grant us to never doubt his victorious love, whatever the circumstances. A.W. Tozer, who wrote a book about all the attributes of God, commenting on the goodness of God, said, This is true faith, a living confidence in his goodness. Do you have confidence in the goodness of the Lord? We should all have confidence in that. You look around in the world today and there's so much war, so much suffering, you, you want to just turn it off because you see men and women, children being killed. And it's, it's so unfair and so unjust and so terrible and sinful. And yet, in the midst of it, God brings good. There's people there from Samaritan's Purse, the, the Operation Christmas Child folks, the same people. They're over there right now ministering to the people of Ukraine. And it's a very tough thing. Very tough. One day there was a story told of Dr. J. Dwight Pentecost. 
And he was a great theologian and he was teaching a group of theology students. And he he shared with them how his wife had been to the doctor and because of some of the symptoms that she had, the doctor felt she might have cancer. So he asked them to pray for her. Later, he shared that the tests were negative and his wife did not have cancer. He used this incident to challenge the students on how they define good. And after some of them had said, God is so good, he said, God is so good. But even if my wife had cancer, God is still good. God is always good, whether he sends poverty or adversity, health or sickness. Yes, trust in his goodness. And then our third and final point today is thank him for his goodness. Goodness is one of God's attributes and it's also one of the fruit of the spirit. And it's such a beautiful thing. God's goodness. Thomas Melton said the grateful person knows that God is good, not by hearsay, but by experience. And that is what makes all the difference. You know, if somebody says that God is good, but they don't know the Lord, they can't they can't say that. But we who know the Lord know that he's good. He's proved himself over the years that he's good and he's come through for us and he's taken us through the most difficult things sometimes. And we're very thankful for that. Psalm 100 and verse five says, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. Yes, God is good. He showers us with his goodness in all circumstances. I love what it says also in Psalm 136 and verse one, it says, Oh, give thanks to the Lord for he is good for his mercy endures forever. This expression, the Lord is good, is used seven times in the Psalms. Oh, give thanks for he is good. One for every day. Of the week. Such a blessing. And if we can't thank the Lord in the bad times for his goodness, how are we going to thank him for his goodness in the good times? We need to be able to thank him at all times for what he's done for us. Oftentimes we want good results. We want success. We want things to go well. But sometimes they don't and things are difficult. And that's where his goodness is like a lubricant that gives us that comfort that we need in our lives. One of my favorite verses in the whole Bible, and I have many favorites, so if Mike uh, Sousa will attest, I have many verses highlighted in my Bible. This is one of them. And it's Romans chapter 8 and verse 28. It's so comforting. It's so encouraging. It's a promise. And we know that all things work together for good to those who love God to those who are the call according to his purpose. We thank God that he has a purpose for us. He has a reason for why things happen. His goodness is there for us 24-7. The song says, and we're going to sing it in in a little bit here, God is so good. God is so good. God is so good. He's so good to me. You know, every Christian can sing that. You know, God is good in the morning when you first get up. He's good at the noontime when you've passed the halfway mark. 
He's good in the afternoon as the sun is starting to set. And he's good in the evening. And he's good all through the night. And no matter what we go through, the Lord is good. He's good. David wrote in Psalm 23 and verse 6 at the end of his beautiful psalm, the the shepherd's psalm, and we've probably all of us memorized it, or most of us have. It says, Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So true. There's kind of a sad story here, but it was about a missionary by the name of Alan Gardner. And he suffered many physical difficulties and hardships throughout his service to the Lord. And despite his troubles, he wrote, While God gives me strength, failure will not daunt me. In 1851, at the age of just 57 years old, he died of disease and starvation while on the Pinkton Island at the southern tip of South America. When his body was found, his diary lay nearby it. It bore the record of hunger, thirst, wounds, and loneliness. But the last entry in his little book showed the struggle of his quivering hand as he wrote these words, I am overwhelmed with a sense of the goodness of God. Here was a man who suffered. But he says, I'm overwhelmed by the goodness of God. Can you say that today in your life? I'm overwhelmed by the goodness of the Lord. He loves us so much. So let's remember today that God is good at all times. He's good in the good times. He's good in the bad times. He's good in all the times. We taste of his goodness. We trust in his goodness and we thank him for his goodness. Shall we look to the Lord in prayer? Father, we just thank you today that you're so good. We thank you that you sent your son to die for us. And we pray if there's anyone here today that has never received you as savior, they cannot say they have tasted and seen your goodness. We pray that they will come to know you, Lord, confess their sins and believe that you died for them to save them. And we pray that they will invite you into their hearts. And Lord, we just thank you for those who have known you for years and found your goodness and sweetness to be so beautiful and wonderful. And we pray you'll take us home safely, Lord. Give us a wonderful Lord's Day. Help us to rejoice. And when things go bad and troubles come, help us to remember you're still good, Lord. You're still on the throne. You're still with us in our lives. You'll never leave us nor forsake us. And we just praise you and thank you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Amen.